Hallelujah. Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for our time of ministry in the Word of God and our Bible study. God is so good. He's so faithful and He's so merciful. And we give Him all the glory and we give Him all the praise. I trust that you are doing well, you and your loved ones, and that you are enjoying the goodness of the Lord and um, continuing on to um, manifest in your life all the promises that he has made to us, his children. Um, I'm very excited tonight to be back around the word of God um, to have this opportunity with the saints to get together and to dig in into the word. And I thank you very much um, for joining us tonight. Whatever platform you're joining us on, um, thank you. Thank you for making the time. I pray God's blessings upon you and your family in the name of Jesus. Can we share a word of prayer and get started tonight? Father, in the name of Jesus, here we are again together around your word. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to be able to come tonight. Thank you, Father God, for my brothers and sisters that are joining us on whatever platforms they are joining us. I pray, God, that your presence might be here with us. My, your presence might be there with them, wherever they are. I know there is no distance in the Spirit. So, precious Holy Spirit, we invite you, we welcome you, and I ask that your mighty hands will rest mightily upon this service tonight and upon all of your people. I give you all the glory and I give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And amen and amen. And thank you so much again for joining us tonight. I want us to dive right back into the Word of God. We have been studying um, uh, concepts and principles around uh, the theme that we have titled Guarantees for Success and Divine Guidance Through the Holy Spirit. And um, some of our anchor scriptures, hallelujah, Second Samuel 23 and verse 5 in the New Living Translation. And David said, is it not my family that God has chosen? Is it not my family? that God has chosen. Yes, he has made an everlasting covenant with me. His agreements are arranged and guaranteed in every detail. He will ensure my safety and my success. And God guarantees your, um, your success in life. God guarantees that we will turn out well, that all will be well with us, that his word will be fulfilled in your life and in my life. He will do his part to ensure that everything he has promised us becomes a manifested reality in our lives. Amen. And then Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, it says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but Thou shalt meditate therein day and night, 
that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. That's the King James, but in the Amplified, which I really love very much, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it, for then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. And you and I are the understood subjects. That is, God will do his part, and if we do our part, success in life is guaranteed. In 3 John and verse 2, the Bible says, it says, I wish and I will and I pray. And above all things, you be in health and prosper even as your souls prosper. And there's, uh, I think it's the Living Bible that says, I pray that all may be well with you. That all may be well, you may be healthy in your body, all may be well in your soul, in your mind, and that all may be well with you. That is the will of God. And of course, we know that success, according to the Webster's Dictionary, to be successful is to achieve a degree or measure of success, to have a favorable or desired outcome, the attainment of wealth, favor, or eminence, or like I, I really like this phrase, it says to succeed is to turn out well in life. To succeed is to turn out well in life. I trust God that as we continue on, there's so much to study, there's so much to learn, and there's so much to be reminded of. And um, we've taken quite a bit of time just um, going over and over again a lot of our foundation. One of the things that we've learned already is that the major difference between true um, lasting success and temporary success, which is actually failure, um, is really the foundation of your life. So if you and I are going to be successful in life, it is very essential that we pay attention to the foundation of our lives. We know that we have, we have seen in the Word of God that uh, what is inside us will eventually come out. If success is inside us and we've taken the time to build a, a solid foundation for success in our lives, success will eventually come out. We will produce success. Even if we go through seasons of um, adversity, difficulties, failure, or sometimes even what seems like um, um, like success would never really happen in our lives. I'm sure all of us have experienced that. I have personally experienced a lot of that. I know that this is one of the reasons why, I mean, pretty much every message series that I teach or preach um, are things that I have either personally experienced and encountered myself or have 
uh, deep knowledge of or have seen in the lives of other people um, that have experienced or encountered um, those, those principles in their own lives. And I love to study, I love to watch, I love to observe, and I love history. Um, I know that nothing just happens in life. There is, and sometimes we don't fully grasp everything, we don't fully know or understand everything, because knowledge is really progressive. But really, um, uh, one of the things I have learned in life from observing, from studying, from watching, from learning, is I've been able to connect a lot of dots. And, and ultimately, the Word of God is the eternal foundation for all success. No question about it. The Word of God is. And if we align our lives and align um, ourselves and our actions and our words and everything we do, after the word of God, if we align everything we do according to the word of God, we will succeed. No matter what valleys we go through, no matter what appearances of failure there might seem to be around us, if we will align our lives after the word of God, align our lives with the word of God, we will succeed. Somebody say, I will succeed. Amen. I will succeed. Glory to God. Um, remember Joseph, who's, you know, we studied about a few weeks ago, was a slave, was this and was that. But ultimately, the dream that God gave him be became a reality. That dream became fulfilled in his life as he continued to follow the principles of the Word of God. And the Bible says God was with him, and he eventually arrived at the palace of his dream. So the main difference between true lasting success and temporary success is really the foundation of your life. Is Christ and his word the foundation of your life? How strong is that foundation? And how much of a stronghold is that foundation in your life and in your daily affairs? Hallelujah. Success is fundamentally a spiritual concept. I know today as we go, I'm going to get into today, next week, or next service, by God's grace, our next session, and next couple of sessions, I'm going to get into a few very important foundational, fundamental things um, regarding success. But this whole message series has been... Um, just such a huge blessing to me as I have been able to go back through the years and gather thoughts and things that the Lord has shared with me on my own personal journey, things that I have gathered on the journeys of other people that have been shared, successful, highly successful people, ministers, professionals, and uh, godly people who have really succeeded. And then, of course, history, but most importantly, the Word of God, the perspective of the Word of God. And that's why you see that a lot of what we have shared and a lot of what we have talk, talked about fundamentally and foundationally rests on the Word of God. Hallelujah. Now, I want us to um, continue on uh, 
and pick up from where we left off in our last lesson. And in our last lesson, we were talking about um, the place of grace, the role that grace plays, the part that grace plays um, in our pursuit of success. In success happening in our lives, um, grace is absolutely fundamental. The Lord said to me some time ago, success is really the work of grace. When we embrace grace, when we receive grace, when we embrace it, when we celebrate it, when we maximize it in our lives, we will succeed. When you receive grace, engage grace, and maximize grace in any area of your life, you will succeed. Um, we closed out in that powerful scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 10, glory be to God, where Paul said, I am what I am, oh glory to God, hallelujah, I am what I am by the grace of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 10. This is Paul says, he says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the Amplified, it says, But by the grace, the unmerited favor and blessing of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not found to be for nothing, fruitless and without effect. In fact, I worked harder than all of them, the other apostles, though it was not really I, but the grace, the unmerited favor and blessing of God, which was with me. By the grace of God, I am what I am. I want us to read that scripture uh, from the message translation as well as the New Living Translation. In the message translation, it says, but because God was so gracious, so very generous, here I am, and I'm not about to let his grace go to waste. Haven't I worked hard trying to do more than any of the others? Even then, my work didn't amount to all that much. It was God giving me the work to do. God giving me the energy to do it. It was God giving me the work to do and God giving me the energy to do it. It's grace. In the New Living Translation, it says, But whatever I am now, it is all because God poured out His special favor on me, and not without results, for I have worked harder than any of the other apostles. Yet it was not I, but God who was working through me by His grace. Glory to God. Glory to God. We closed out with a very profound statement that the Lord gave to us actually while that service was going on um, in our last service. 
And, and it says, it, I, I started saying, and, and, and thank you, those of some people actually did send me um, that statement, that quote um, that came out during the service because I hadn't, I hadn't known that, I hadn't said that before, but while the service, while the word of God was being ministered, I heard those words coming out uh, through the Holy Spirit and I wanted to record it, praise God, and, and I recorded it and thank you for sending it back to me. And, and that has just exploded within me, of course, uh, like it usually does when the Holy Spirit drops rhema words like that. I usually like to go back and just dig and 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 get as much from it as I, as I possibly can. I hope you do the same as well. But here we said, when grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens, and success is created. Let's say that one more time. When grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens, and success is created. That's so powerful. Listen to Paul again. He says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. His grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was what, which was with me. So, so you see, there are these two arms, there are these two legs, there are these two pillars on which success actually stands. There is grace and there is abundant labor. There is grace and there is abundant labor. And as we go on in this series of teachings and lessons over the next several weeks, you are going to see a lot of those two aspects, those two pillars, feature very strongly in the things that we're going to discuss and regarding the success that the Lord has promised us, the success that the Lord has guaranteed us. Amen. And and when grace meets abundant labor, some, you know, there are extremes to both. Sometimes there are a lot of people who think it's just walk, 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 walk. They just walk, 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 walk until they crash. And they think it's walk, walk, walk. is all their work. is all their work. is all their work. And they eventually find out, no, in spite of all that work, success was still fleeting. They could actually um, achieve a measure of success, but they find that it doesn't last. Or they find that they lose it, or they find out that something bad happens and they, you know, it's like they never succeeded in the first place. Or it's a vicious cycle where they have to keep going around this vicious cycle and, and they get, they lose, they get, they lose, they get, they lose. You know, like the world says, you win some, you, lin- you lose some, but that is not in the word of God. Amen. God wants you to always have the victory. The Bible says right there, in um, in in Second Corinthians, I think it is, it is uh, chapter two. Bear with me because I did not prepare that. Chapter two and verse fourteen says, "Now thanks be unto God, who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus, and makes manifest the savor of His knowledge by us in every place." Thanks be unto God, who always causes us to triumph. In Christ Jesus. Thanks be unto God who always causes us. Always. Notice the word always. 
It doesn't say who causes us to triumph sometimes. It doesn't say who many times causes us to triumph. Who always, always, God causes us to triumph. Always, always. Glory to God, glory to God. And then, of course, there in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 17, he says, let's, let's actually back up. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit, for your presence. Thank you. He says there in chapter 15, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 54, So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? You know, the resurrection changed everything. Hallelujah. Verse 56, the sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. Verse 57, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. That's 1 Corinthians 15.57. And then, of course, 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. It says again, now thanks be unto God who always, always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest, makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. For we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ in them that are saved and in them that perish. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. So, there is that extreme where people think it's all work, 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 work. Oh, wow, I do so much. I work, I work, I work. All that I never rest. I, I walk to, I walk around the clock and, and, and look, I have success. That success will be fleeting. Because that is just one pillar that success sits upon. And then there are the other people, the other extreme where people say, oh, it's grace. Only grace. I do nothing. I lean on grace. I rest on grace, which is great, which we must do. But outside of grace, without I don't do anything. Actually, grace will make you work. Grace will show you the right kind of work. Grace will lead you to the right kind of work. Grace will produce the right kind of work. And grace will energize you and enable you to do the right kind of work so you can prosper. So there are those who say grace is only grace. I do nothing. It's just grace. It's just grace. Well, then you will never succeed. If it's just grace, grace is the gift of God. But in addition to the gift of God, we have got to do our part. And Paul said, listen to what Paul said again in, um, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. So the grace was given is a gift from God. He says, and his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly. So I did not receive the, the grace of God in vain, but I used it 
and I labored and I walked, I labored more abundantly than everyone around me. He says, but it was not really I that did that work. Yes, it was grace doing it through me. So grace will walk through you. Grace will do things through you. Grace will accomplish things through you. But grace doesn't stand alone. Grace is not given to us for nothing. Grace is not given to us so that we can just boast about how much grace we have. No, grace is going to produce manifestation through our lives, through the work that is done through our lives. Somebody say, Amen. Think about this one more time. When grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens, and success is created. Hallelujah. When grace meets abundant labor, when both of those two pillars are present, there is grace and then there is abundant labor, opportunity explodes. You suddenly find opportunity in places where people didn't know opportunity existed. Hallelujah. Opportunity will explode. Manifestation will happen. You will suddenly come out to the end of a lot of dreams, you would, you, would, you would suddenly realize fruitfulness in a lot of areas of your life through engaging grace as you use the opportunities that are given unto you. And it won't be long before we say, oh, he's successful. Oh, she's successful. Success is created. But remember, it begins with grace meeting with abundant labor. When we engage grace, when we receive grace, when we maximize grace in our lives, we will succeed. When we maximize that grace, when we receive it and use it in abundant labor, we will succeed. Hallelujah. Think about this. Let's read this from my notes here. Think about entrepreneurs, scientists, business owners, academicians, athletes, artists, musicians, students, sportsmen, and sportswomen, journalists, media professionals, ministers of the gospel, and every other kind of trade that people do. Remember this. Everything begins with grace. Everything begins with grace. And whenever there is, whenever there is grace and abundant labor, Success is guaranteed. Everything begins with grace. Listen to this. You will never, nobody will ever succeed at anything they are not graced for. Mm -mm. Nobody. No matter how much, how much, how hard you work. No matter how hard you labor. Nobody will ever succeed at anything they are not graced for. Grace has to be one of the great indicators of your potential for success. Grace is one of the greatest indicators of destiny. We must learn to follow grace. We must learn to be directed by grace. We must learn to appreciate grace when we see it. Hallelujah. Have you seen some athletes, you know, people say, whoa, wow, look at that. And then people say, anybody can do that. Well, anybody can do that who is graced to do it. Anybody can do it. 
Everybody's not graced to do the same thing. Hallelujah. Everybody's not graced to be the same. We, we, are, we are all graced differently to do different things and to accomplish different things in life. And one of the first things about success, one of the first um, foundational things about success, where success really begins, is discovering what you are graced for. Finding your niche in life. Finding your area. Some say, well, yeah, did you see what that surgeon, that, wow, he's, he's so good and how anybody could do it. No, not really. Anybody could do it if they are graced for it. If they are graced for it. And, and if they are graced for it and there is abundant labor, they apply themselves, then they can, they can succeed at it. Amen. You know, you, you know. Oh, did you did you see what that did you see what that person produced? But people talk about this wealth. Oh, did you see how just how he became so wealthy and how he was so smart and how yeah, he was graced for it. And they say, well, I guess anybody can do. Yeah, anybody can do it if they are graced for it. If they are graced for it, anyone can succeed if they find what they are graced for and if they apply abundant labor in the area where they are graced. Anybody can attain unto success. Anybody. Oh, did you see? Did you see? Wow, did you see that? He set a new record. He set a new record in, wow, anybody can. Yeah, anybody can do it if they are graced for it and they are willing to apply and to exert themselves and provide abundant labor and, and produce abundant labor with the grace that they have been given. Yes, anybody can do it. But, but not anybody can achieve success in anything they just desire to achieve success in. You got to make sure you are graced for it. And you got to make sure that you are willing to put in the abundant labor. And there is a lot to say on those two, in, this, in these two areas. So, so yes, you would see a lot of what we talk about would really revolve around those two areas. Grace, the place of grace. How grace is received, how grace is engaged, how it's maximized. And then the abundant labor, the, the, all the things that, that constitute what we call abundant labor. Having a spirit of excellence. Amen. Actually, I think we'll, we'll probably just jump into that in tonight's service. Those are the things that make up for the abundant labor. Right? Having a spirit of excellence. Having desperation and importunity for success. Being diligent. Being diligent. Being able to, um, being able to follow through. Having a commitment. Being able to, 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 to scale over the walls of failure, which every human being is going to deal with. Being able, able to get through the corridors of adversity and, and stay on task and continue to plow on until we arrive at our destiny, until we arrive on the other side, at the place of our dreams. All of those constitute abundant labor. Amen. And, and then, of course, some of the, the nitty-gritty details of what we do, the works of our hands. But when grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens, and success is created. Let's say that together. When grace meets 
abundant labor, manifestation happens. Sorry, when let's start again. When grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens, and success is created. Let's say one more time. When grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens, and success is created. Grace is one of the most significant indicators of your success potential. Follow grace in your decisions. Follow grace in your pursuits. Follow grace in your investments. And you will succeed. Follow grace. Learn to follow grace. Learn to recognize grace. It's one of the traits of highly successful people. They've learned, they've learned to identify. They've learned to recognize. They've learned to follow grace. They make grace the determinant, the chief determinant of most of the decisions they make. Follow grace in your decisions. Follow grace in your pursuits. Follow grace in your investments. And you will succeed. Never pursue anything you are not graced for. Never pursue anything you are not graced for. Somebody says, oh, I've always had a dream that you will be this, or you will be that, or you will go there, or you will go here. or you." If, if you don't have the grace for it, don't pursue it. Don't put in all that labor and waste your life trying to fulfill another person's dream. Amen. Now, God puts people around us that have great God-given dreams for us. People who know us, people who love us, people who pray for us a lot will have great dreams for us. But ultimately, you have to discover your niche in life. You have to discover the areas of your grace. And that has to become a revelation to you. And you must be willing to pursue that, to give it everything, and to follow it until the T, until you get to the T. Follow it all the way to the end. Follow it to the zenith of the accomplishment of those goals. You must do that. Remember, we learned from Joshua chapter 1, in verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but, but you meditate on it day and night, and you observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then... You will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Who is the understood subject? You. You. Me. So never pursue anything you are not graced for. When grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens, and success is created. I want us to take a few minutes and we're going to continue this in our next session because um, I know that there's no way I'm going to finish talking about this tonight. But I want us to get into it. I want us to take a few minutes and just read a few scriptures here about Daniel and the three Hebrew boys. I want us to talk about Daniel and the three Hebrew boys. Um as we focus very strongly 
and continue on in our discussions on success, the guarantees for success and divine guidance, I want us to kind of take a step in this direction and talk a little bit about the spirit of excellence. Um, we're going to come back to it later on and um, I'm going to come back very strongly and talk to you a bit more um, about grace later on. And we're going to, um, i like to give us some very, very powerful, important um, concepts under that entire heading of the abundant labor of, of success. I'd like to just share some nuggets um, under that concept. We'll talk about the spirit of excellence, talk about uh, um, the, um, you know, certain things about practical ways to pursue goals and, and things like that and success buttons, we call them. But I'd also like to talk to you about nuggets of success that are gathered over the years. I remember in a certain season, this was probably a stretch. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite fascinating to me because I, and I think this is probably one of the reasons why this, this series of teachings um, is just such a powerful one in my spirit. Um, because I know that um, um, I, I've gone through stretches on my personal journey when I just never knew, I never, it just was never apparent to me that I would succeed at any of the things that I was trying to do. Hallelujah. And the Lord has been very gracious to me. The Lord has been very, very merciful to me. Um, I have personally dealt with um, and many people know a lot of my stories. Just very few people really know um, the majority of it, because uh, there's so many things. Even even though I've been preaching for about thirty years or more, there's just so many things I've never said, many things I've never talked about. And I know that as I continue on in my journey, walking with the Lord in this covenant times will come when the Lord will give me the liberty um, to say a little bit more in some of these areas than things that I've said before. But um, I know there were long stretches in my life when I just never knew that I would have success, that I would ever succeed. I mean, I always believed that. I believed it was God's gift. I believed it was... Um, it was God's plan for my life, for all his covenant children. But, you know, all around me, I was just constantly, for many, for stretches, long stretches of time, I was constantly besieged by failure. <laughs> Hallelujah. And glory to God. I know Pastor Tino and I laugh about this a lot. <laughs> Uh, several years ago, uh, and until just a few years ago, I still would have some of these very interesting uh, silly dreams. People call them nightmares, but 
you know, dreams were um, I'll almost be taken back almost 30 years, 35 years or whatever, and um, dream about certain failures that I had. I remember in, in college there was a particular course, I think it was my first, first two years of college, there was a particular course that I just thought I would never pass. And it was so bad that it was so bad. Interestingly, that eventually became an area that was connected with my major, the major that I actually graduated with in college, both in my bachelor's and, my, and in my master's program um, over 30 years ago. But I remember that in my first two, first two years, I just, for some reason, and the, the devil... You know, the devil is so smart. He'll surround you. He'll, he, will, he will put a lot of failure around you. Just so, you, so your dream of success is, is shuttered. And so you can't really go for it. You can't, it's difficult for you to believe in it. It's difficult for you to give everything to it. And, and I remember this particular, because I just could never seem to pass to the point where I almost felt at a point... I was almost tormented in my mind thinking I would never graduate from college because of this particular course. It was a, was a 100 level course. I mean, I did it as a freshman in college, but it almost just seemed like I would never graduate. I would never pass it. But I thank God he was merciful to me. Hallelujah. And I have gone through stretches of life, years I'll never forget years when, while I was doing um, several years ago in the in the 90s, well, early 90s, late yeah, early very early 1990, 1991, actually 91, when I was doing um, I was trying to I was pursuing a master's program in college, and I was trying to pay for it. You know, there's no funding, there's no. I was trying to pay for it, and and one of the ways that I knew was to do a business. I joined in partnership with um, a, a, a beloved, um, uh, one of our brethren, who was running a very successful um, uh, Christian business at the time. And, and I joined and became a part of that business, and I started traveling uh, north to south of Nigeria. I'll sell things in the north and bring things from the north to the south, sell those things in the south, take Christian materials and Bibles and books and, and music and, and things, so many of these things and wares and clothes and shoes and take them from the south to the north and take things from the north to, and just, just, and, and, you, you know, I'll never forget I was, on one of my trips, I was, I was, um, I was um, attacked by robbers um, in the night, in the middle of the night while I was traveling. And in my life, it was really God that spared my life because I had to jump out of a moving car because it dawned on me, these people may, may hurt me. And while that car was moving, I found a way. I didn't realize all the people in that car, we all got into that taxi cab together. And I didn't realize that many of those people, all of those people, I was surrounded essentially by a gang of armed robbers. And I had a bag of money from my sales in the north. I was returning from the north to the south uh, with some wares that I was going to go sell there. But I had, a, I had my bag of money and, and all of that. And when it became 
clear to me and I started to feel all this movement, the one in front, the, the two around me at the back seat and the driver, I found that it was all a coordinated thing. I knew I had to run for my life. I found a way to wind down that, that window and jumped out of this moving car and the Lord saved me. The Lord rescued me that night. But part of what happened that night also was that I lost everything, almost everything. They, they threw out of the cars, they were zooming off, threw out some of my, some of my wares that they knew they didn't need. They, they took, away, took away my money bag, of course. And, and for, for, for weeks and months, I was surrounded by failure. I mean, that was somebody's investment, money, and we got into this business and in one night lost everything. And there have been stretches like that in the ministry, in life, in my personal life, in family, in pursuing the, the vision and where I've just felt like, will I ever succeed? I mean, years and years ago. And, and, and to, to be where I am today, where um, the goals that God's given us in the ministry, the, my dreams, my visions, and that I'm actually able to pursue those things and I mean, there was a time when I was just like in the middle of nowhere wondering if I would ever, ever see the light of day. I see my time is, is gone. It's 45 minutes. I told you stories. That's why I like to avoid the stories, but this was good. I, I felt like this was inspired by the Holy Spirit. So I'm glad I told you, but I'm going to close in just a minute here. So I went through these stretches and I have stretches and stretches and, and a lot of nuggets that the Lord taught me in those stretches, years and years and years of going through adversity and pain and disappointments and, and the, that the Lord used to teach me about success. And, and some of those, uh, as, as I go, I will, I will share with us. Our time is up tonight, so I won't even be able to get into Daniel. Glory to God. I hope, I hope, you, I hope you receive that in the spirit. I know some of these things we laugh about. But it's not always funny. You know, there's a time to laugh and there's a time to receive. So some of these things are just really deep, deep nuggets in my spirit. And I don't want us to lose touch and lose um, the significance and, and take, make light of it and laugh about it. Just some things we should laugh about, that's fine. But, you know, some things the Holy Spirit is really trying to say something to us. It may not be something we need today. It may be something we need six months from today. It may be something we need Six years from today, we don't know, but it's very essential that we pay attention. So, um, um, success is guaranteed for you. Wherever you are listening to this today, wherever you are in the world, I don't care if you feel abandoned, I don't care if you feel forgotten, I don't care if you feel like you're surrounded by failure like I used to feel so many years ago. Like, like I had no idea how all the dreams that the Lord had given me would ever be fulfilled. I didn't even think that, that I could ever get out of town. I didn't think I, would, I could get out of, of the mission field where I started from. And to think and to see God doing all the things that he's doing um, through our lives and ministry today uh, truly amazes me. And, and I'm very, very thankful. And I just want you to know as I close tonight, no matter where you are, no matter what obstacles you have encountered, 
no, no matter the difficulties. And I don't care what your trade is, what your profession, your career, your ministry, or whatever. I don't care. I don't care what your family background. The Word of God is, the principles of the Word of God work for everyone. For everyone. God is not partial. If we put His Word to work, it will produce in our lives. So be encouraged, my brothers and my sisters, wherever you are. Be encouraged. Success will happen for you. The Lord will bring you through. Failure will become a distant memory. You will learn from that failure. One of the things that, 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 glory to God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God, hallelujah. I saw this in my note. Failures and setbacks are not fatal. They are, they are part of the ingredients that God uses to prepare us for success. No setback in life is fatal unless you magnify it beyond God's power at work within you. Keep the pressure on to achieve uncommon breakthroughs. There's just, there's just so much. There's just so much. That the Lord has for us. So let's just keep your eye on the goal. Let's keep believing. Success is just around the corner for you. Things you've dreamt about. Don't let go of that dream. Don't quit on it. Don't, don't stop believing. Hallelujah. Dust yourself up. Get up. And keep going. And stay attached. Stay with us. Stay hooked up. As we keep going through the word of God. When we come back next, next service by God's grace, I'll have us talk about Daniel and the three Hebrew boys and talk about the spirit of excellence. It's 50 minutes. Glory be to God. Father, we thank you tonight. We bless you so much for your presence, the power of your word. We feel the presence of the Holy Spirit so strong here with us tonight. And I thank you so much. I thank you so much for all that you have done for us. I thank you so much for everything you have prepared. I thank you so very much for your promises that will never fail. I thank you, Father God, because the Bible says, you know the thoughts that you think towards us. They are thoughts of good, not of evil, to bring us to an expected end. I know we are headed to glory land. And I know the Ruach of God will see to it that we get there. We will not be abandoned projects. We will not be failed goals and failed objectives and failed aspirations. And we will not be lost opportunities of life. No, no, no. We will arrive at the place that you have prepared for us. I thank you for it, Lord. I bless all of my brothers and sisters tonight, everyone under the sound of my voice. Bless them and their families and their loved ones. Thank you, Father. We give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And amen and amen. Saints, God bless you. We're out of time. What a wonderful service. So powerful. Oh my gosh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to God. Look forward to seeing you again same time next week. God bless you. Good night.